Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. And I'm sitting on the stage and I'm watching everything happening. And I literally felt like I was outside my own body because I was like, this feels like a film and I can't believe that this is my life. I can't believe the blessings and the anointing that got me here because I know it was more than my work. So yeah, no, I could have never imagined the, the places I find myself, the people I'm surrounded by, the love that I'm shown, us going to Cabo. I spent the whole weekend just in like deep gratitude. You know, when you're acutely aware, aware that you are living your dreams, like when you know, when you're sitting in a scene from your dream and you know it, that's how it felt. And that's how a lot of my life feels. On today's episode of Naked, I am excited to have my sister, Lovey Ajayi Jones, joining us. Y'all get ready. 
State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags-to-riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Celebrities behind the scenes It's refreshing, authentic, the whole story Specific, life-altering events To shape the person that you hear We got a champion and carry champion Hey girl, you did it It's the greatest in sports and entertainment Connected with us Every champion and carry champions To be a champion Got a champion and carry champion Hey girl, you did it Got a champion and carry champion And carry champion Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment Today on the podcast, as mentioned, I got Lovey Ajayi Jones, and I'm making sure I say that correctly. She'll get me if I didn't. Hopefully I did it right. Um, but she is a New York Times bestselling author. Two times. Hit it for one, two, two times. I'm judging you. Trouble, professional troublemaker. And she's an all around, I mean, good, just a good soul. I was blessed to meet her by way of introduction through a mutual friend. Um, she was on the podcast a, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, Bozuma, Bozuma St. John, introduced me to Lovey. 
And I remember, I like to give you guys background. I remember when I first met Lovey, I really felt like she was judging me. I was like, she don't like me. I could tell by her looks. <laughs> uh, fast forward some years later, uh, here she is on my podcast. And, and, and when we recorded this podcast uh, in the interest of full disclosure, we had just come off a fabulous uh, vacation. We were in Mexico living our best lives. And um, it was funny during that time. I said, did you like me when you first met me, girl? Uh, you know how women are. And of course, she was like, of course. I mean, I don't know if that's true, but I do know now I am her friend. She can't get rid of me. And she's a huge supporter of being a disruptor, being someone who speaks truth to power, being an agent of change. All the buzzwords, she's definitely that and more. And not just for show, but for real. I am going to begin this podcast with what I like to call an introduction. I have someone on my team who wrote an introduction about Lovey. And the reason why I had someone on my team write it was because this particular young lady is 17 years old. And I wanted Lovey to see how she's being seen. It really makes sense to one, obviously give people their roses when they are alive and well, but please understand how people see you and view you and how they admire you and look up to you. Oftentimes, and I'm sure anyone who's listening to this we do our work, we put our head down and we don't have the time to stop and, and look and say, yo, look at all I've accomplished. But I read to Lovey this intro, this introduction, if you will, that my 17-year-old employee who can be an employee at 17 wrote for Lovey. Shout out to Peyton. Uh, and that's how we begin the podcast. It's really sweet. But it's also important to note that Lovey is standing in the gap for so many of us uh, who can't speak up for ourselves in different situations. And if you follow her on Instagram or on Facebook, she always has a great thought, some some love notes for all of us. And this podcast is is really, truly inspirational. So if you're if you're paying attention and you listen, you'll get that there's a there's a crew of us because I usually like to ask my friends. I spread it out. But there's a crew of us. And in this particular crew, it just so happens that I have been blessed with Bozema St. John and Lovey Ajaye Jones, who who I love dearly. There's more of us, right? Shout out to the crew, the Cabo crew. There's more of us. <laughs> Everyone has a Cabo crew. But listen, enjoy, relax. She gets naked and she also inspires. So our youngest, she's not a full BGD, but our youngest mentee is a lady I hired. Her name is Peyton Wilson. And she um, is 17. She's in high school. And she's a researcher and she's listening in. And I said, you know, can you always just write like maybe just an intro paragraph about whomever I'm interviewing? Okay. Here's, her, here's her intro paragraph. I just want you to see how you're being seen. Okay. Lovey is a unique and rare talent with her pen and voice that forces anyone consuming her content to think critically about what she's saying and as a byproduct, broaden their own perspective. Lovey effortlessly, effort, effort, let effortlessly, I've had few rosés, exudes energy so captivating that it's impossible to not listen and feel enamored by what she has to say. Okay, 17-year-old. Okay, again, you already know, I'm, I'm high all your BGD girls. Just, just know, <laughs> they have a clear pipeline to Team All Love. Like, they got a job with me whenever they want. You hear me? Because she sounds amazing. 17 years old. She says you're effortless 
and you're ca- we're captivated by everything you say. It's impossible not to listen and be enamored. I am honored, Peyton. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for giving her a shout out. That made her day or her year, I'm sure. Probably her two years, but okay. Yeah. Thank you. Um, she's not wrong. Uh, Lovey is joining us on Naked. And uh, what can I say about her? Everything. Everything. She is an example of what we should want to be. She's true to who she is. She never betrays herself, at least not to my knowledge. Like she just stays in her own lane and zone and she doesn't try to be something she's not. Since I've met you, I've watched you have an even quicker rise, right? Because you was already on the rise, but it has been quick. And you are a two-time Father, hit me. New York Times bestselling author. You are a black woman. You are from Nigeria. You have these white women shook and they look into you for the answers. And they say, and how do we do it? How do we live in this world? Mm. Lovey came to me by way of Bozuma St. John. And I'm grateful to have these women in my life because the work ethic, the excellence, the the truth mm. that you speak is just what it is. I would like to ask you, when you first met me, did you like me? Because I didn't think you liked me. In fact, I think, yes, you were judging me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? I actually don't remember when I first met you, like our first ever meeting, but I absolutely did like you. Because I usually will remember if I don't like somebody. I'd be like, yeah, no, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't mess with you. And then I, you grew on me. No, no. I th- I think you you were somebody who I like instantly hit it off with because we were probably already cackling within the first time we met. <laughs> I am pretty sure. I am pretty sure of it. Well, I felt like I was like maybe she don't fool with me, but I don't know. But I I remember thinking I like you, so if you don't like me, we still gonna be friends, whether you want to be my friend or not. You know, as you meet some people, like I don't know if you like me, but we friends, whether you want to be with me or not, we friends. I'm judging you. The do better manual. Gonna- I'm usually chill. You know what I mean? Like, so when people first meet me, people usually think my energy is going to be like, I'm going to be bouncing off the walls. So when people first meet me, they sometimes would think I don't like them because I'm more reserved in a room. But it's really just me observing the room and kind of taking it in like and, and understanding that when I'm in any space, I don't necessarily try to be the center of attention. So I'll, like, I'll, 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 I'll sit back and watch and then we'll make my way up. So that, that might have given you the impression, but that was just me just watching what was happening. Yeah, like, are you for real? Where are you from? Let me be protective. Are you about to be in our business? You're going to tell our stuff what you're doing. You know, <laughs> um, I tease, but I, I think there are very few people I know that when you meet them, you want them to like you. For me anyway, like, I'm like, if you like me, you don't like me, I don't care. You know that. I'm in my own world. But you were one where I, I wanted said approval because I knew you were a solid human, right? There was some mm-hmm. kind of validation in, in me and you being cool. Um, and much like myself, you, I, I think you take a minute to warm up. Like I, I take a minute to warm up. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I've been able to watch and I'll just pick it up from here. The first time Lovey and I really got to know each other was share the mic. Oh yeah. Tell everyone how you curated a room of the most powerful women, probably a month or two into the pandemic, the OG pandemic 2020, 
I was invited to this Zoom and the Zoom blew me away. Because everybody <laughs> on this damn Zoom was power. Yeah. And who is leading the charge? <laughs> Lovey. <laughs> Talk to me about Share the Mic and how that all came to be. You know, Share the Mic now was this like, it, it's weird when the universe kind of comes together and says like, this thing has to go and has to move. Because let me tell you something right now. That had God's fingerprints all over it because how we were able to do what we able to, we, we did, yeah. I can't even fathom doing it now. Yeah. That's how crazy it was. You know, it was around the time when it was during the uprising that was happening in summer of 2020. And it was like three of us had the same idea at the same time when we all acted on it. Me, Glennon, and Bose. So it was a it was a Tuesday. And Glennon had messaged me to be like, listen. I know the world is on fire right now. Just so you know, you have access to my platform in any way you want. And she said the same thing to Bose. And Bose mentioned it to me. It was like, oh, Glennon said. And I said, oh, snap. She told me the same thing. So then I called Bose. Again, middle of a random Tuesday. We all got meetings. We got stuff to do. And I said, so I keep getting asked by my white friends, like, what can I actively do in this moment that's going to move the needle? What can I do? Because I don't want to just, like, put up a black square. And Bose was like, well, I mean, with Glennon asking us to take over her platform, I said, how do we get white women to actually do something now? So I'm like, you know what? What if they take over, we take over their platforms? And Bose was like, I was just thinking that. We called Glennon while we were on three, we called her on three-way. <laughs> we're like, Glennon, we have this random idea. I don't know if it's you, work, you might You might want to tell everybody who Glennon is. Oh, Glennon Doyle is New York Times bestselling author. You know, she sold millions of books. Her latest book is called Untamed. Has been on the New York Times bestselling list for like six or seven weeks, something crazy like that. Something wild like that. So we called Glennon, who's also notoriously busy, never picks up her phone. That day she picks up her phone. We were like, Glennon, random idea. What if we got 10 white women to give up their platforms to 10 black women who we pick? Glennon was like, yes, yes, yes. On that call, we said, you go call your white women friends. Me and Bowles will come up with our list of black women who we want to do this. And we'll see what happens. And <laughs> Wait, time out. Time out. You go call your white friends. I'm going to go call my black friends. And we're going to come yes. together. And that's, that's, how, that's how simple and beautiful it needs to be all the time. Go ahead. <laughs> and that's how we did it. We literally, so whenever Glenna would come back to us and say, I got... Brene Brown to accept. We said, okay, boom, let's add one more black woman. So because the number of black women depend on the number of white women we had. So we would wait for Glennon's report. In one day, Glennon had had 25 white women say yes. And I'm talking Gwyneth Paltrow, Brene Brown, Diane von Furstenberg. Like this list was dumb. So me and me and Bose was just making our list like bet 25. So we started making phone calls. Hey, so we're doing this thing. We don't really know what it's going to do. But you want to join us? And everybody kept on saying yes without question. So whenever we called y'all and y'all were like, count me in. I don't know what this is either, but okay, it's y'all too. I'm with it. And that Zoom that you're talking about happened three days after we got the idea. Not even three whole days. We had the idea Tuesday afternoon. On Friday morning, we curated a Zoom that had seven. That Zoom had 85 women on it. I'm thinking it was going to be assistants. I'm thinking it's going to be Deborah Messon standing and proxy. I pressed live on the Zoom. I see Ashley Judd in the morning like, hey, y'all, how y'all doing? I see. And I was like, what? And here goes Tarana Burke. Here goes Jabba Blay. Here go. And 
every new person that jumped on, my mouth dropped a little bit more. And uh, so June 2nd is, was the idea. June 10th, we executed it. 50 black women took over the platforms on Instagram of 50 prominent white women and got to tell their stories, whatever their stories were about race, whether it's about work, whether it's about motherhood, everybody just, it was a trust exercise that blew all of our minds. What was, and you say it was a trust exercise. Yes. Give context of where we were in the country and why you think it was so successful. It was a trust exercise because whenever we called people and said, we're trying to do this thing, we don't even know what shape it's going to take. And people said yes to us without probing who else was going to be there. Because, you know, we love asking that. Who, who all going to be there? People, people didn't ask us, like, what are my expectations? People didn't ask us, can I get paid? Everybody just said yes. And it was such a, it was, it was humbling for me to hear people say yes to me about something that was so major without questioning me about it. Y'all were just like, you know what? If you're doing it, it's going to be dope. I'm showing up for it. And I... I, I was blown. I was blown. I did not take that trust for granted. That was one. Then two, the white women who we asked to do it, and we said, we're going to assign a random black woman you don't know mm-hmm. to take over your account. I mean, you going to hand over your passwords. They said yes without question. They didn't ask about like what safety measures were put, being put in place. They didn't ask who was going to take over. They just said yes. Another piece of trust exercise. And then... The collective trusted me, Bose and Glennon, to really make this thing happen in a way that would not embarrass them. We were all saying yes to being a unit. We were all going to be judged together or praised together. And everybody said yes to each other in a way that felt transformative. It felt really transformative. And we wanted to just show what it could look like when we are in trust with each other, even for a small moment in time. Because here's the key, folks listening. And I'll be the first to tell you, I think white women are sneaky. And I had such a such a unfair relationship with them. And me saying yes was like, all right, I'm going to do this. But I don't know whomever I'm assigned to will really get it. This is at the height of us dealing with Ahmaud Arbery and on the heels of George Floyd, I believe. And, right. and we were in a very tight and not tense racial situation where like, I was just like, I don't fool with y'all. And it opened up so many wonderful conversations about what allies look like. Yes. Like, and, and what I want to tell you you did was help so many of us brown girls find allies. Mm-hmm. Busy Phillips was mine. Comedian, actress, lovely. Still my friend. Mm-hmm. We still meet up. We still have lunch. Mm-hmm. We still connect. I, I'm friends with Glennon. I'm not friends with Glennon, but I'm friends with Glennon through that. And I'm all like, wow, I am blown away at these. It reminded me that no matter what the color of your skin is, there still are good people. There's, also, still, there's still good people. And it also reminded me of the power of women. And when they want to get shit done, it gets done because it was done. It was tell, done. Tell everybody the end result. What it all, what came of it in terms of what you we were all able to do with Share the Mic. So the quantifiable impact is that it had 20 billion impressions. We did not pay one person. We did not pay for media. We did not hire. We didn't pay a dime. Did you say 20 billion would it be? 20 billion with a B, like impressions online. 
right? We paid the, the, our project manager, we paid our graphic designer who were black women, but we didn't pay press. We didn't pay anybody to be involved in it. So that number is one thing, but what is more important, you're right, are the relationships that that thing built is the action that it actually showed was possible. Because to your point, black and white, black women and white women have a contentious relationship, right? That's been created over decades, not decades, centuries Century. of a system that has kept us apart. And it is hard to trust white women because we all have stories of times when a white woman has gaslit us, gotten us in trouble. So it was also a moment to show what was possible when people showed up without the ego and with full vulnerability and with full trust. And the reason why it was important for the white women to show up in the way they did, we asked them to, you're not just going to be having somebody send you posts and you put up in your Instagram. We wanted them to have skin in the game where you're giving us power to possibly destroy your platform, but you're trusting that we won't. And you're saying, this is what I'm good. This is what it looks like for me to risk something. And what happened by and large, everybody, showed up in a way that was just amazing and vulnerable. And their audiences were like, I'm so glad I finally know who this person is. I think the the real impact that we can't count is the relationships that it created. And truly, I think it convicted some people. I think it convicted some people to know that they've been using the word ally and they haven't earned it. So now it's time for them to earn that. And a lot of people use Share the Mic now as a catalyst for them to truly start interrogating themselves and being like, in what ways am I actually showing up for black and brown women? I didn't expect you to preach two minutes in, but go ahead. <laughs> because they use the word ally and they are not. It's performative. And we ask these women to get literally naked with us and get down to the bare bones of it. Because I don't fool with you. I remember telling Busy, I was like, y'all get on my nerves. You're always a victim. You're always crying. And All you right. were quick to say to a room. She was quick to say, listeners, to Gwyneth Paltrow, Brene Brown, Glennon Doyle, y'all got to save y'all tears. We tired of y'all white woman tears. You were I quick to that. tell them, I stop your crying. I, I said, okay, that. okay, lovey, go ahead. <laughs> because I wanted them to know that the campaign centered black women. Everything we did during that campaign, we made sure black women were first. From our graphics, a black woman's picture appeared first. From press, a black woman's picture appeared. None of the white women were allowed to do press about the campaign without their black woman partner. Because for once, we wanted to say, this ain't about you, fam. Like, we run this and you will move to the side. And that's what they had to do. And it was important to center us because it affirmed that our voices are really important on these massive platforms. Together, 300 million followers, the platforms of the white women who participated in that campaign. The black women, our platforms totaled 6 million. Look at that. Like, it's not that they're smarter than us. It's not that they're more clever. It's not that they're more thoughtful. They just have the access and the privilege. So for one day, for one day, handed over the access and said, all right, use it. And I think it's important. More of that needs to happen. And so many more share the mics happened across the world after that, where all of these different campaigns were being done of people taking over other people's accounts, people in power. You know, I took over Hayley Bieber's account one day. It was just, I'm like, all right, let's, you let's got stop. It. But when they took over the accounts, tell them, tell us what happened. There were several things that we had to do when we took over the accounts. It wasn't just taking over the account and tweeting and texting and Instagramming for no reason. 
it was yeah. it was intentional. And tell tell them what we did when we took their count silver. So the first thing we did was we introduced the partners and told them to exchange numbers. This ain't just gonna be you emailing me. No, no, no I need y'all to be able to text each other. Because we were like, at a certain time, we need you to text them your password to Instagram so they can log in. Then once we were in, we had to have, we started with the post introducing ourselves. You know, I was on Sophia Bush's account. So I had to tell Sophia's people, who am I? I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I'm a speaker. I'm a podcast host. And I'm a woman who in- insists that people figure out how to make the best type of trouble. And then we had to do lives. And we could do lives either with another Black woman who's in the campaign or with somebody else who's not in the campaign at all from these people's account. And then we had to leave every account with a to-do. So we had 50 pairs of women. There were 50 things that people could now do to take an action that will leave the world a little bit better than they found it. For me, I left people with the, with the Be The Domino uh, deck, which you can still go get, bethedomino.com, which is a truth-telling guide. How do you use your voice in the moments when it's hard? That is part of how we're going to get to better is if we all decide to commit to telling more truth. So across the day, if you're like, I don't know what to do in this moment, pick one out of the 50 acts that we dropped on you. Some people were like, donate to this campaign. Some people said, go read this book. Others were like, you know what, go read this article. And over that day, it was so powerful to see as we're leaving people with things to do, because we know what black women do, even though we are not supposed to always be teaching, we still do it anyway. We can't help it. We can't help it. That's That's just how we show up. That's how we show up. On the other side of the break, we have more with Lovey. I hope you got your pen and paper because take some notes. She's she's dropping gems. Every champion and carry champions to be a champion. A champion and carry champion and carry champion. A champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment connected with State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But But nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus? You may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. 
Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Every champion and carry champions to be a champion. A champion and carry champion. They girl, you did it. Got a champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment. Get naked with Welcome back. We got more with the New York Times bestselling author, green bikini suit owner, friend of Brown Girl's Dream. She has other titles, right? Lovey Jones. So personally speaking, from the outside looking in, it was real easy for me. I just showed up as y'all told me to show up. I, I was doing all the heavy lifting and I had so many people ask me about it. And I was like, listen, I just, I just know some folks, but I'm glad I'm here because I'm showing up big time. I'm not pretending. I got something to say. And at that time, um, personally, I just had such a horrible relationship with white women in the workspace. And what Busy was able, Busy Phillips was able to do for me, who's been on this podcast, was restore my faith and let me know that it didn't matter what your skin looked like. If you really truly understand the struggle, you're going to be down for the struggle. And you were able to do that. You, Bose Glennon, were able to do that for so many people. And it, and it kind of took a load off. It made me not be so anti. And I was so, because I, I was angry. I had just left ESPN and I was angry. And you were able to change, and that's the operative word, change my perspective of what you did. Mm-hmm. You are, my friend, a change maker. You really truly are. You're a change agent. Um, mm-hmm. And you have this number two, number two New York Times bestselling book, Go Out and Get It, Professional Troublemaker, hello, that you sent great kids on and we all talked about it. And you are a professional troublemaker, but what does that mean for you? If someone met you and he's like, I'm a professional troublemaker. Like, that's what I do for my profession. I make trouble. What does that mean? Uh, for me, to be a professional troublemaker is to continue to disrupt for good. It doesn't mean I am disagreeing just for the sake of it. It doesn't mean I'm hating on somebody or trolling somebody. It means what can I do with my power, with my access, with whatever privilege that I have to interrupt something that's not okay, to actively take action about something that's in my purview. So, yeah. Even Share the Mic Now was making trouble. But the reason why I wanted to write the whole book about professional troublemaking is I wanted to convict us all, com- compel us all to figure out what are those small acts that we can all do, whether it's speaking up for your for your Black coworker as she's being gaslit. That's important. That's troublemaking. Whether it is making sure that you're advocating for the person to get a raise because you know that white dude got a raise too. That's troublemaking. Whether it's sitting at the dinner table and telling your uncle that joke is not inappropriate, I need you to not, that's making trouble. You're interrupting what's not good and replacing it with something better. And I think that's what it means. You literally provide a how-to to be different, to disrupt, to... what and, and, and by the way, what you're asking people to do isn't difficult. Like, you can do it in a big way or you can do it in a small way. And to me, that's why it makes sense. To me, that's why it's like, okay, look, I ain't got to go out here and have a bone in my nose and an afro pick in my hair, but let me show you what I can do. 
And what and 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 when I do it, this will make a difference. And you may not see it, but it will make a difference. I want to know because I know you, and I think the world came to know you with your blog. But yeah. I I want to know where does this come from? This 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 little and, and by the way, y'all, she she's petite and every possible way. I want to, I, we, we, we went to Cabo. When you hear this, we went to Cabo one time, which is probably a few weeks from the time you hear this. And I want to put her in my, my suitcase cause she's so adorable. And then I'm like, you're such a little mighty, mighty troublemaker. I love it. But adorable, pretty good skin. I fell in love. I was like, girl, I love you. I'm not you want me to be your girlfriend. So I, I, know, I, I, I wanted you, I wanted to take you with me because I want to, I need you physically and mentally telling me everything to do. I was like, that's my girlfriend. We go together. Like I'm, I, got <laughs> go together, we do. I was like, we do. I got a major girl crush, but you, <laughs> you came to the world with your blog. I think that's when people started to know who you were in terms of in the social media world. Where does that come from? The little girl from Nigeria ready to fight for everything that's right. Oh man. It comes from my grandmother, you know, that is who I watched growing up, who showed me what it was like to be this woman who took up space. You know, my grandmother didn't have more than a high school education, and she can walk into any room and talk to anybody, whether it was a dignitary or a cab driver. And she made a home out of everybody, too. So it was like, she's going to tell you the real, but you're going to love her. Right. So she showed me that you can be this bold woman who tells the truth, who tells people how it is, but is also kind, deeply loving, generous. And I just remember being at my grandmother's funeral and seeing how much she was honored, like how much people showed up and spoke, how they spoke about her. I, I even think about the fact that the people at her church told the mortician that he could not bathe her because they had to do it. Right. Because they were like, we want to do that for her. We want to bathe her into this next life. We want to dress her. And that woman showed me what it was like to live true. You know, you don't have to be sugary sweet to be a person of honor and to be a person who's lovable. You can be the person who is true, who can be direct, but you are still loved because you are the person that you are and you're working towards making this world better. That's who I watched. And I didn't realize I was modeling myself after her until she probably passed. And I realized, oh man, I have my grandmother's full energy and spirit. Mm -hmm. When you were in college and I know you majored in psychology, could you have predicted this life for you? What was absolutely not? <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I'm a failed doctor. I thought I was going to be a doctor, and that D and well, that's that's cultural, right? Because you got to be a doctor or a lawyer to be something. Correct. But I'm glad for that D that I got in chemistry because you know chemistry and science is where dreams go to die. Often, many of us, <laughs> many of us have a chemistry story about how how we did not go right. But I'm thankful that it did not go right because it pivoted me to start my blog. The blog took on a life of its own once I graduated with my degree. I could have never, even me from five years ago, who was still doing this, still couldn't imagine the life that I live now. Mm. There are times when I feel like I'm watching a movie. Okay. Like, I feel like I'm, honestly, my wedding day, yeah. there was a point in the day where I'm sitting there watching, um, it was at my traditional ceremony. And I'm sitting on the stage and I'm watching everything happening. And I literally felt like I was outside my own body. Because I was like, this feels like a film and I can't believe that this is my life. I can't believe the blessings and the anointing that got me here because I know it was more than my work. So, yeah, no, I could have never imagined the, the places I find myself, the people I'm surrounded by, the love that I'm shown. Us going to Cabo, I spent the whole weekend just 
in like deep gratitude. You know, when you're acutely aware, aware that you are living your dreams, mm-hmm. like when you know, when you're sitting in a scene from your dream and you know it, mm-hmm. that's how it felt. And that's how a lot of my life feels. I think it's interesting because I don't even think that's your, I don't think being popular or being liked was your goal. I think you, yeah. you just wanted to speak facts like and tell truth and be a truth teller. I think same for me. Like when you get in this business, you just want to be a truth teller. Whatever warms your heart and gets you excited and inspires you, that's when you speak your truth. Listen, fame has never been a motivating factor for me. Ever. Actually, me, it scares me. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> okay? <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable. So the the fact that I am now visible in a particular way is something that is I consider a, an occupational hazard as opposed to a perk. Because it comes with us so much. But, you know, it comes with such a, a heavy responsibility. But, you know, God only gives that to those who can handle it. But I can tell you now... Your name will pop up in just general conversation. I could be somewhere where I don't even know somebody. And it's like, you got follow, you follow Lovey, right? And so she was saying, like, it's gospel. That's where you are right now, G. Like, that's very crazy. I just did a podcast with these two women. They have their own podcast. I said, like, you guys know Lovey? Do you follow? I love her. She is so great. I love her. I love to hear that. Like, people I don't even know. I'm like, you know, Lovey? Like, oh, my God. I love the other day. Remember what she has said? It is gospel. So stay where you are, stay in your vision, stay focused on everything that you're doing because you're not doing it for fame. You're doing it because you've got to speak the gospel. And, and when I, when I go to your page every day, I'm like, what'd she say today? That's where we are. Levy. It's a daily uh, check-in. What are you, what are you texting? What are you tweeting? What are you saying? Because it 99.9% of the time is right on point. And I hate to even bring this up, but. When you was talking about Trisha Thompson and you said he a ho ho, a tall ho. A tall ho. <laughs> when you called him a tall ho and shared what your group chat was sharing, I was like, he is a big old ho. He a tall Somebody ho. called him a venti ho and I fell He's out. He's a venti ho. When venti you go to Starbucks ho. and you want a venti, he's a tall giant ho. And you talk I ain't got no chill sometimes. I ain't got no chill. I did call that man a tall hoe. I did. You you called him a tall, and then I reposted it, and everyone was in tears. It's like it, she's correct. That, that, if you had to describe what that man is, and by the way, it's not like you're out doing it. He's sharing the business by apologizing. No one is looking for this. He's giving the information to the world. That's what nobody. It was like no. It was, it's like that meme. Nobody. Yeah. Tristan. Thompson. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> like we ain't asked for this. We ain't, we ain't need to know this. But now that we know it. And you oh, said he cheated on all her faces. That's where I, oh. I, I I hung up on you, even though I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> I hung up on you when you said he was cheating on all of her faces. I was like, no. every single face he did cheat on. Every every Chloe face. I just God bless him. Okay. <laughs> just, okay. I, I and by the way, sometimes we do need that. Like we need to say it as it is, and that is who you are. Like you have, we have to say it as it is. I can't be that political. I can't just spit from. I can't come off like that. Do you got that? And I love every part of you for doing that. <laughs> Man, you, but you are you, needed. You are an enabler, though. You you are the best of enabler. I, sure. me and you together is a disaster. When we went with Bose to the Netflix premiere. She was like, "Y'all can call me again." We was like, "What? We're useless." Yeah, we, we are completely. It's. It's a good time. We will, we will have, we will make sure you have a good time. <laughs> but I do want to say to you, 
that you live in a world that is rarefied air, where we know who you are because your credentials speak for itself. You are a New York Times two-time best-selling author. Two times, and probably three times whenever I feel like making a third, and a fourth time whenever I make a fourth. Claim it, Jesus. Well, number three is coming out in May. Tell us. Well, so, you know, I wrote Professional Troublemaker to make us show up and make the good trouble that John Lewis told us we got to make. And a lot of parents kept on being like, I, I'm sharing this book with my, with my teenager. So I said, you know what? I'm going to write one for themselves. So I adapted Professional Troublemaker into Rising Troublemaker. Hey! Adults because I want them to get the message now that it Amen. is okay to be different. Not just okay. I need you to double down on what makes you different because that's your superpower. I want them to hear, like, listen, let me tell you the real about money. Like, for example, don't get that stupid credit card in college because you want to get the free pizza. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it because you know we all did it. You know we all did it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't you want a credit card to get a $20 gift certificate to somewhere. You're like, what am I doing with myself? And ruin yeah. your credit. Don't yeah. do it. Oh, yeah. I just got yeah. to write the book that I would have wanted to read when I was their age. The book that I wish I had. So this is coming out May 17th. Everybody can go pre-order for their teenagers, 12 to 17-year-olds. This would be great for. I got you. Three times New York Times, I said, I want this. I want this. Amen. 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 For somebody who does social, you really do it well. You really, really do. And um, our community of friends is amazing. And we are all doing it in our own very specific ways. And it's so encouraging. When I, and I look at you and I think... I really admire her courage. What does courage look like for you? You specifically. I think courage looks like continuing to be myself, even when it sometimes feels tough. Like I'm like I'm standing on an island by myself. If I'm the one person who's saying this thing, sometimes I'm like, you know what, maybe today I should just not be so bold. Maybe I should be quiet. You know what I mean? Maybe I should skip that idea in that conversation. Courage looks like me saying, are you doing what you're purposed to do? And pushing myself past the point, you know, it's hard being the troublemaker. We talk about it often to be Black women who are prominent, who are bold, who talk honestly. It's hard being us because arrows come our way so often. We are in all sorts of firing squads and we just have to hope that they don't pierce our hearts too much. So courage looks like showing up as who we are each and every day, which is why I'm thankful to have you, to have Bose, and to have other women who I know I'm like, they're in their spaces being courageous every day. And that means I got to be in my space. Like we at least, if we ain't got nothing else, we got each other Amen. to say, I, I hear you, you know, to, to say, I'm so sorry that happened to you today. To say, listen, I know it gets hard, but you got this. You know, that's what I see courage as continuing to be who we are, you know, these women who we, we take a lot of arrows, but, you know, we swipe off a lot of them. We, we have these armors, but we're still humans who are just trying to do our best. And we care and we love and we get hurt and we get sad and we do all of it. It's not impossible. Um, Troublemaker is so apropos because I think of John Lewis and good trouble. Um, And I think of trouble is, the best way to be because we're just a a mirror of what the society is. And we're reminding you we're here to stay. We will not accept what you think is right. You have helped. Please understand this. And I say this without even knowing you, you have helped us reimagine what it looks like 
to be a successful author, a Black woman, an immigrant here in this country living your dream. You have reimagined, you have helped us reimagine what is different, what, what should be, and it is okay for it to be. Wow. And I don't know if you see it, and I don't want you to see it if it changes who you are, but you are carrying us on your five foot two shoulders. I'm calling you. I'm calling you. Five four. Thank you. Okay, my bad. (laughs) (laughs) I look like a whole tiny person. She's so perfect. She's like a doll, guys. But (laughs) but you you have us on your shoulders. You got my big five ten ass sitting on your shoulders, and I am grateful for you and your work every single day. More importantly, I'm grateful to watch you ask them to go grab you a green bikini. So ladies, <laughs> as we close, I'm going to tell you about luxuriating. <laughs> so we go to Cabo. We're celebrating Bozema St. John's birthday. She's on the podcast. She'll be, actually, this podcast, your podcast is at, airing right after hers, I believe. Oh, perfect. And, I know, perfect timing. And Lovey flew in for a day because she's a boss, maybe two. I'm not for sure. Two days, two days. Two days, two quick days. She came, she touched down. She didn't like her bikini. Let me tell you something. We were we were in the, and y'all can be mad. I don't care, but we deserve it because black women are mother earth. And we, okay. live in, we are mother earth and we deserve to be taken care of because we don't give ourselves that luxury. And that we live in our best lives. And next thing I know, Lovey, I see her talking to our butlers, sorry, because that's what they're there. Um, and I was like, Lovey done pressed the button and sent them to go get her a whole bathing suit. Lovey came back in a whole new, a whole new outfit jamming, just looking amazing. And I was like, see, you know what? Go ahead, troublemaker. Girl, you was out here living. You was like, I just sent them. Yeah. How? I want to, I want, I want to tell you, I would have done that. I wasn't bold enough, but I would have done it. I was like, I love her. Yes. I, should I do it? Should I do it? No. I mean, look, I didn't like my bathing suit. After I saw all of y'all, because Karen was in this like pink bathing suit, two piece, and I was like, she was she was on a floaty, drinking and just floating. And I said, like, you know what? I need that level of zen and luxury. So I said, you know what? My bathing suit uh-huh. is not is not giving what it's supposed to give. <laughs> so I was like, ooh, and I didn't even know whether they would be able to do it. I just said, I'm gonna ask them. I said, are there bathing suits in in, in the store? He's like, yeah. And I said, can you go and get me a, a few two pieces? This dude said, he came back with pictures of the options. And I gave, I said, let me get do you. These two. Do you understand the, the type of life we lived for several days? He gave her, he took pictures and gave her options and then went and got them in her size. And he I came back with it. two sizes of each. He actually came back with two sizes of each to make sure that they fit. I said, I have been spoiled. I, how am I supposed to go back to regular life? How am I supposed to not be useless now? Okay. How? How? I went the next day I, I came home and went downstairs. I was looking for Oscar to hand me a mimosa and some bacon. It was nothing. There was no, nothing. I had, to, I had to boil my own eggs and I was mad. I said, where's Roberto? Where, just, yo, yo, where's the pool? Where are the 10 jacuzzis? Where do I live? I can't function in these in the it's the ghetto. I can't <laughs> live like this. <laughs> I can't live like this no more. How am I supposed to, where's my call buttons? Like, I have to go fetch my own water, like, in the fridge. <laughs> but I have to say how quickly we got so used to the, like, we got so used the to abundance. It, the abundance. It was like, somebody said, well, the ancestors worked hard for this. You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong, okay? People worked hard so we can have ease, okay? Oh, God. I love you so much. And I love I, you, I, 
I, I'm going I'm to go, but I have one more thing. For yes. people who are looking at you, a couple of questions I got in my DMs. I want to make sure. Okay. <sighs> Everyone wants to be you, right? Like if they ask you, how do you do what you do? I just want you to give us, because you said you dropped a gym, which was you don't look for, you weren't in this game for fame. It came right. as a result. What's the advice? I hate that question, but God, everyone wants to know. How do I do it? How, how, how want to be down? Like, how do they do what you did? You do what you do before the awards, before the accolades, even when nobody is watching, even when there is no glory in it. And that's what I did. I was writing and blogging back when it was just still playing on the internet. I was writing and blogging with that expectation because that's just what I felt right. Like my, using my words is my purpose in this world. Like using my words to not just change hearts and minds, make people feel joy and laugh, make them think critically. So before the awards, before the New York Times bestsellers, I was doing it. Even when I didn't know whether I was going to make any money, even when I was broke and had no insurance, mm-hmm. I was doing it. So when people see me now, I say I'm an 18-year overnight success. I'm an 18-year overnight success. I At this point, almost 19. So I got to this point by doing it, even when it wasn't sexy, even when I didn't have the strategy. So whatever it is, if you're waiting for awards to come, they may or may not come. It's not going to be what chooses the value of your work. Do the work when nobody's watching, when it's not sexy. And then over time, because you're practicing your work, you will get better. And because you get better, people start noticing and hopefully you can level up. But do the work even when it's unsexy. Do the work when it's not sexy. Lovey, y'all. Lovey Jones breaking it all the way downtown. Aaron, and I love you, by the way. Just so, y'all know, just so y'all know, I have hired two of her mentees who now work full time for me. And anytime I'm looking for somebody, I'm always like, who you got? Yeah. And I just deeply appreciate you're making trouble, not just by showing up as yourself. Yeah. You are now helping to mold young Black women so they don't show up in the world and feel lost. So they also don't feel like they're alone. You are creating the next generation of people who are going to make impact in whatever industry they choose to be in. And I am so excited that I'm privileged to be able to win from them winning. I'm, I'm glad I can pay them. Yeah. I am glad that I can say, you know what? Yes, I will have a, another mentee because Carrie said that person is dope. So I just want you to know like, Brown girls dream, whatever, however way I can support. Yeah. And your people got a pipeline with me anytime because hey. they show up and they I'm get sending it them done. all to you. I'm sending them all they to you. Get it done. There's a whole internship. I, I, I might do a BGD internship program. <laughs> you need to. You need to. Because they all want to work for you. They, I'm like, Lovey got two. She don't need no more. They're like, well, are you oh, sure? No, no, no. Like, I need a few more, actually. So just so you know, brown girls dream. Y'all always got somewhere with me. Like, okay. and they show up and they're a reflection of you. Hey. Right. Like they show up and they're like serious. They get the work done. They're funny. They're beautiful. Mm-hmm. They're smart. Mm-hmm. They're like black girl magic epitomized. I'm like, that's Carrie is black girl magic epitomized. So, of course, mm-hmm. it, it, it tracks. So I just love you so much. Thank you for you always. Affirming. I love you, too. I receive all of this girl. That was a beautiful girl. That's a sermon. Oh, we out here. We changing the world. <laughs> but let's do hey. it in Cabo next time. OK. OK. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> What I found very important about this conversation or just what I find important about Lovey is 
she really truly is honest about who she is and where she lives, which is always something that I am drawn to, meaning like what her purpose is, what her great qualities are and 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 what are not her great qualities. She's very honest about that and very few people can do that. Also, there is something about a black woman who has been on the New York Times list two times, not one time, two times, I keep saying that, that should strike you as remarkable. It should strike you as someone who has a voice for this generation. It should let you know that what she is doing is God's work. And so many of us have been blessed to be a part of her work as she's just beginning. Can you imagine? Started off writing a blog. Now I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I have so much more coming, so much more to do. She is truly what dreams are made of. And I salute you, lovey, if you're listening. And I hope that you all are inspired because that's all I try to do. See y'all next week. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.